The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the video games edition of Big Shiny Robot Podcast. Thomas mm. recently <laughs> returned from a royal voyage to a conference. Tom, <laughs> what was that conference? I went to the video game developer game developers conference in San Francisco for work for a week. And what what kind of stuff goes on? At a so, game developer's <laughs> panel. Well, aside from uncomfortable dudes being weird at nightclubs and causing drama, it's 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 more industry focused and less like uh, public focused. So cool. It's... So I want to hear more about the nightclub stuff. <laughs> oh, there's just a lot of drama about like they want to move the thing out of San Francisco and also teach people how to like interact with other people. Because I guess there's like a oh, lot because of... you mean video game developers don't want to interact with each other? No, <laughs> because like girls, <laughs> girls would be like talking and dudes would like insert themselves aggressively and try to like hit on them. And oh, so like eggs. a nightclub. Or... <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. So like, so so game developer conferences have a lot of after parties, right? Like it, it's a big product thing. Everybody's out there. Like Unreal's there. Unity's there. Substance Painter, 3ds Max, like all the big tools that everybody uses that make billions of dollars are out there, and they're just trying to make everybody remember, like, hey, we're tools and we're cool and do our stuff. You know so they what, throw though? parties. There's yes. every conference has that. When right. I went to Pet Food Con, there's Pet Food Con after parties. Mm, it's I it, would twitch that. Are there are there are there, <laughs> are there like creepy dudes at Pet Food Con after parties? Yeah, yeah there's probably. creepy dudes everywhere. I'm I don't like, know if you've been a woman in the world. I haven't. There's creepy um, dudes everywhere. That's fair. Like I am, I am. So after seeing um, Eliza Schlesinger live, I am a mm-hmm. believer that men are way creepier than women. Yeah. I can get behind that fact. Yeah. But yeah, I, but as a guy who is married, and when I go to these conferences and go to after parties, my focus is to network and recruit people and get drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see the other interactions. But Twitter has been all alight about you know, hey dudes, this is a business conference. We're all here quit like talking down to women and inserting yourself aggressively and being weird and also don't be dicks to college students like it's a whole thing oh you think you know pac-man yeah that type of shit cool. that's sad cool that's okay, unfortunate okay, so actual convention but, though but actual convention's dope um so like yeah instead of being like e3 where it's very consumer focused and they're like here's all the new games coming out here's the new consoles this is more like here's the new engine tech here's how we designed doom and here's like our thought process behind the product design of doom which is fucking brilliant by the way and just a lot of really cool stuff like that there was a really great panel on a night in the woods which if you haven't played it it's a really really good game isn't that supposed to be scary no no it's like a i mean real life that sounds scary yeah but it's like you're like this cat (laughs) this punk rock cat girl who's like figuring out her shit in her little like small midwest town that sounds scary it's really fun what And then what happens? <laughs> that, that's what happens. You just figure, you play through with her and figure her shit you out. You have like a teenage life crisis? Basically, yeah. And you like interact with your friends and explore. And it's really a good game. It's really I did wonderful. that already. Why would I want to do I'm that? I'm just thinking about how I could be the creepiest at one of these conventions. <laughs> John, what would, what would you do? Imagine, the, let me set this scene. The music's bumping. Yeah. The lights flashing. Purple, blue, green. Yep. Sexy ladies dancing. Uh, no, no, I got it. I okay. already figured okay. it out. Okay, okay. You see 
I see an attractive you see, woman. No, you see two girls having a conversation. I only need bar. one. I, I know, need one. I know, but yeah, I'm but telling you. You're going to see two. There's right, two at so the gonna, bar I'm having gonna, a conversation. I'm going to insert myself in the middle so I can isolate one of them. <laughs> Jesus. And then? I'm going to paint my penis blue. I'm going to pull it out of my pants. I'm going to put a bow on her head and smile and just give the eyebrow. So Miss Pac-Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's creepy, right? That's way creepy. Yeah. Wait, so you're saying she eats it? So if she is like, a ghost, I was like, so if she eats metal. it, she's gonna die? No, because she's eating the power up, and his dick is now you give her a power invisible. Up. Is the power up ecstasy? What are you giving oh my her? God, you, get, you offer like a pill and a bow. Jesus oh, Christ! Wow. Sorry, yeah. That's like a dark term, John. Well, yeah. well actually, John, Pac-Man would yeah. be different than <laughs> yeah. that. Twist, these girls mansplain you. Ooh. That would be dope. Anyway, did you have fun, Tom? I did. I had a really good time. <laughs> I'm um, really thinking about this. I story. rode a mechanical llama for Fortnite. Uh, not a bull? Um, no, it was a llama from Fortnite, and oh. it was awesome. And I got some shirts, and I met with a lot of really cool people, and learned a lot of really dope shit. And I'm really excited to watch... So when you go, you pay a lot of money to be there, but every single panel, they record it and they give you a streaming pass for a year for all of the sessions. Oh, nice. Because there's literally four to five sessions every hour for five days, and it's an eight-hour conference mm-hmm. a day. Right. So there's no way you can see them all. So I'm really excited to watch like a bunch of like the Horizon Zero Dawn postmortems and just a, and actually rewatch the Doom one. Um, a lot of really cool stuff, but it's everything from like programming to art to general like product design ideals because... Did Nintendo do anything there? They didn't. Um, Hmm. They had a panel or two, but it was... Nintendo is like... I mean, they're Nintendo, right? And so even in the industry themselves, when they do these things, they're never like, here's the design ideals behind our games. It's just like, hey, we're Nintendo, and this is why we think this way. I was curious because they did that a whole lot around Breath of the Wild way back when. I was wondering if they were going to keep that going. Yeah, they didn't really do much this year. I think they had like one or two panels and they weren't super involved. Even last year when they did all that Breath of the Wild stuff, that was like one of two Nintendo panels last year. They mm. just happened to promote them more than gotcha. normal. But um, there's a really cool Monster Hunter panel as well where they showed the prototype, which took them a year to build and had a team of 70 people working on it. Wow. Which for a prototype is fucking bonkers. Like yeah, that's crazy. Most prototypes are like capsules and cubes and they had fully working monsters and animations and environment. It was beautiful. Hmm. So it was cool. That sounds super cool. It was good. It was a lot of fun. And... I don't know, San Francisco is a city. Hey, is Sea of Thieves worth playing? I'm looking at buying it. I haven't played it yet. I've heard it's okay. Okay. Is, what about Monster Hunter? I like Monster Hunter. I yeah, almost got that. I went with Monster Far Cry 5, but I was, so, it was a tough you, decision. So the thing about Monster Hunter to me is it's very, it's like the grinding quests from like World of Warcraft yeah. refined into one game mechanic. And you're basically killing monsters to get shit, to build better armor, to kill better monsters. The thing I'm actually struggling with it because I have found that I don't like hurting animals even in video games. And so I actually am like, why are we killing these monsters? They're just hanging out on this fucking island. They're not hurting anybody. We came to this island to kill them for some fucking reason. I don't get it. Because every hundred years, the great dragon will... So my boyfriend's been playing Far Cry 4 before we got Far Cry 5. Okay. And he's like killing tigers left and right. Oh, he's playing Primal? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Right, four and primal. Yeah, but I'm not. Games. I'm not trying to mansplain. I just want to make sure I know which game. Yeah, I don't know. There's tigers in it. Yeah, and he's like pew pew pew, and I'm like, why are you killing those tigers? Yeah, I had to shoot a bunch of dogs today. Like at a game or in Far oh, Cry Five. That was the it hardest. Was that out? It came yeah, out this yeah. week, right? Yeah, that was actually nice. the hardest part of Wolfenstein, the latest one, which I just finished, which is also fucking brilliant because 
they have these dogs that they use as a, the Nazis use these attack dogs, and you have to kill them. And it made me so sad every time. Don't I shot feel one. sad. They're Nazi dogs. Yeah, they don't. What are you gonna Nazi say? Dogs. They're just following orders. Speaking <laughs> of Nazi dogs. <laughs> Speaking of Nazi dogs, have any of you ever watched Danger Five? Uh, mm-hmm. Is that that crazy like Japanesey like Power Rangers live action? There's the eagle that sends them on missions. Yes. I've seen parts of it. There's a Nazi dog in the first episode. What the fuck? <laughs> I highly recommend Danger Five. Anyway, you rode a mechanical llama. I did, and I wasn't very good at it, but apparently I was on Twitch doing it. And so there's a Twitch video of me somewhere riding a mechanical llama. Are there mechanical nice. llamas in Fortnite, John? There's actual llamas. Oh. They yeah. use like cover, right? Like disguises? Yeah. yeah. I, I actually haven't come across any, but yeah. it's on the load screen, so I know they're in there. Yeah, it's like a Trojan horse type deal where yeah. you put like a llama thing on Trojan. and then they So what is you. Fortnite? Is that that like Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. No, that's PUBG. It's I mean, uh, this is like a of PUBG. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's like a cartoony PUBG. You oh. get dropped in. There's a hundred players total, and you have the ability to build stuff. Hmm. I think that's the defining difference. Hmm. You collect resources and you can put up walls and stairs wherever you want. Reinforce things. Oh. Um, I downloaded it. It's free. It's the fun. Battle Royale. Yeah, which is free. So I have a fucked up, not fucked up, but a cool stat about that after you know. No, no, please. So ahead. they yeah. built, there is a single player experience you can pay 60 bucks for. Maybe yeah. it's only 30 now, but they built that single player experience and then they saw how good PUBG was and went, oh, we should build a Battle Royale game for this. Yeah. They built that experience you're playing in 70 days and it makes $130 million a month. That's and crazy. What the hell? 130 yes. a month in revenue, million a month in revenue. Because you can buy f- little things for it, right? Yep. What does PUBG make? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure close to that or a lot. Because huh. they make a fuck ton too. I think I would rather play PUBG. Like Fortnite's really? a little too cartoony for me. Hmm. And building, I'm just not. See, I'm, I don't care about the building, but I actually like the look of Fortnite better. I like that, like. It's kind of like Team Fortress, right? shaded, yeah, kind of vibe. I really dig that art style. Hmm. Kind of the Warcraft or Starcraft vibe. But So you've been playing this? I have been playing it. So I downloaded it last Sunday, and I played like two nights. First night I just did solo. I did really well. Out of 100 people, I was getting 10th to 13th. Oh, yeah. I did not kill a single person yeah, in to. any of those rounds. I literally just ran around <laughs> trying to figure out what I'm doing, and no one could find me until the very end. So... It was great, but then the third night, I saw there was squad mode, and I was like, I downloaded this. I'd actually like to figure out how to play. So I go into squad mode, hoping to get teamed up with better players. I play like four rounds. No one's using their mics. No one is working as a team. <laughs> I got super frustrated. I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm hitting the menu button to turn my PlayStation off, and another game load. And I was like, all right, I'll play this one last game. <laughs> right away. Someone goes, yo, Johnny, you there? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And it is Young Twig and Lil Caesar. <laughs> Shout out to two So boys. if you're listening. Two 11-year-old Latino kids. <laughs> and then they had a third friend. Well, a third person with us, teams of four. It was clearly like they were at a slumber party all in the same room. Aww. And one of them, like those two were good. And then... The shitty kids would just rotate in on this third thing. So I'm going to focus on these two guys, mainly just Little Caesar. <laughs> so he starts talking to me. He's like, Johnny, how many wins you got? And I was like, I don't have any wins. I just started playing this. I don't know what I'm doing. And he's like, all right, man. 
Stick with me. We'll get you that W. Little <laughs> <laughs> Caesar's taking you to the W. The bravado on this kid. It was crazy. He's so confident. But then we start playing, and he was like the greatest partner ever. He's giving me guns right away. I didn't get a gun when I landed. He's tossing me all this loot and materials. I was like, this is awesome. He's teaching me how to play. But while we're playing, I can hear them talking within their sleepover oh, party, no. picking up on the mic, and all his buddies are going, Tell him you have a skinny penis. Tell him you have a skinny penis. And this goes on for like at least six minutes, right? And finally, little Caesar goes, hey, Johnny. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, I got a long skinny penis. You know what would have been great is if you were like, what is it? You have a long skinny penis? I, I was like, dude, you don't want a skinny penis. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, I know you're 11. I'm 34. <laughs> Skinny penis does not work to your advantage. And I went into just, I make it personal. I was like, theoretically. And so for the next couple rounds, I'm like explaining why a skinny couple penis. Couple rounds? How long's a round last? Oh, like six, seven minutes. Okay, yeah. okay. As soon as we're dead, we'll reset and go to a different. So you spend okay yeah, yeah so yeah. It, was, it was like fifteen minutes I'm like explaining like how friction works no. and all this stuff and they didn't get it they weren't following and so I was like okay I need to kick this up a notch and I was like guys I have a skinny penis let me tell you about my experiences with that and no. I start explaining to no. them and they still don't get it and so you're then, on a watch list so then it went into. I was, <laughs> They're like, well, how do you keep girlfriends? I was like, that's a how good question. How do you keep girlfriends with that your is personality? A, that is a good question. And so then I went into my opiate addiction. <laughs> and I was like, I used to take a ton of pills. So I could like, fuck for hours, guys. And it didn't matter. The duration so would make like up promoting for the, the lack of girth. <laughs> and so I'm explaining that to them. And they're like, we still, we don't get it. And I was like, oh. I was like Edward James Olmos and stand and deliver. Like, How do I reach these kids? And so then I'm wearing a Superman shirt and it dawned on me. I was like, you guys read Superman? You watch Superman? You know Superman? They're like, yeah, we, we know Superman. I was like, all right. My penis is Superman. And they're like, okay, we got you. I was like, opiates were the yellow sun. They powered my penis. Now... I have sobriety, which is like a solar eclipse, and my penis is just like another dude bumbling around on Earth, but he has memories of being Superman. He knows it could be better. <laughs> I was like, do you understand now? And they're like, yeah, drugs make you fly. <laughs> I didn't say that so last not part. Only, <laughs> they not understood. They got it. We finally we had a yeah. breakthrough. And so now we're a clan pencil dick. We've just been <laughs> running around. <laughs> so not only did you teach them about the birds and the bees, you also taught them to do drugs. No, no, no. We, I made it clear. We, we <laughs> made it clear. But it was good. It was a mutual. Yeah. I got better at Fortnite, and they learned something too. Oh, Christ. You're, you're on a list. You are on a list <laughs> somewhere. How do we get sure. Little Caesar on the podcast? <laughs> We're friends. We're friends. Now. Get him to Skype yeah. in. Yeah. I don't. And then we'd all be on the list. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna nope right out. Mm-hmm. Oh God. 
So speaking of things, it should put you <laughs> I think on that's a, great. Push the best thing that's ever <laughs> happened to me on online video games. I thought my peak was like 10 years ago when WWF Legends came out and I would play as Macho Man and talk as Macho Man Randy's <laughs> This just beat that out. It's like the greatest online experience I've ever had. I believe oh, the I've, children are future. I've been playing a bunch of StarCraft. This isn't as fun as John's story. But I jump back in it, and I'm surprised at how many both Trump supporters and homophobes are playing StarCraft as compared to before. Mm. And as I've won some of these rounds, people have been calling me like very derogatory <laughs> words for homosexuals. And every one of them, I've been like, dude, don't be a homophobe. You can call me a prick, but don't be a homophobe. And a, and also surprising amount, I've been like, you're right. You're a fucking dick, though. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been like, you're right. I shouldn't say that, but fuck you. <laughs> But changing, fuck you regardless changing the world one game at a time <laughs> I was like I'm making the difference here <laughs> Tom you and I need to make a difference in some kind of MMO man I don't it was funny so tying to that in Street Fighter there's a big culture around sharing salty messages that you get from people that are always mad racist and hella homophobic <laughs> and I've never received one before Oh, really? And it's weird because, like, I'm ranked really high now. I win quite a bit, <laughs> and nobody's talking shit to me. And you're I don't left understand. Out. They all I know do. That you're like a white guy. They, uh. They're probably like, he's a 32 year old white guy playing a video game. Like, he's already sad. <laughs> it's four o'clock on a Friday afternoon, and this is what he's doing. I was super shitty. I was towards somebody in StarCraft. I almost felt a little bad. I've been playing with our buddy Jordan, mm. and we were playing. This story's going to be boring for you guys, but someone might like it. Cool. We were playing 2v2, and Jordan's internet dropped. Now, what, these guys... What is... Is that like a version or... Okay, sure, yeah. Player versus two player? I'm just kidding. Exactly. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Skinny penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, we're playing 2v2. These guys we played before, so it's a rematch. In the first match, they won, and they talked a bunch of shit. They were just pricks. So, Jordan's internet drops, um, and so they talk a bunch of shit on Jordan. But at this point, I have a two base income, so I make a, this huge army real quick, and I kick the shit out of them while they're talking shit. And at the end of these games, the pop, the the polite thing to do is to say GG, and that's the hey you won, right. good game, I quit, I'm gonna back out. And as soon as they both sent GG to me, I just said get the fuck out, get the fuck out right now. <laughs> I was very aggressive. That is very aggressive. Apparently, I'm sorry, dudes. Apparently, at quarters, like everyone's really nice to each other. That's what I heard. That's mm-hmm. what I heard. Like everyone's like gathered around. What game was it that everyone was gathered around and Shay wanted to play? Oh, but he's man. too little. Kill, he's too little to make a difference. So what's I, what's quarters? I read that novel. Uh, <laughs> so quarters quarters is an arcade bar that just opened last weekend. I guess downtown as of Salt Lake. this podcast like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, downtown on Fourth and Main. Used um, to be the Manhattan. Yep. Oh, I know. That's right by my work. Mm-hmm. It's across the street from you. Yeah. yeah. So you guys went to the grand opening. I did not. I got home from that conference at 9 p.m. Then the day after they had opened. Uh-huh. And Anna was like, do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then I got in the car and was like mad tired. And then looked at the Facebook posts of people standing outside in a line for like uh, an hour. It was, was a like, line? I'm going the fuck home. And so we went Saturday afternoon when it was pretty chill and it was really fun. So as I understand it, there's no food. There's drinks right. and arcade units. Correct. And it's all quarter run. Have you you gone right? Mm-mm. Oh, so yeah. I was on my deathbed out last week, so I had right. the FOMO watching everybody else go. So it's mm-hmm. a. <sighs> I, I really don't know what that is. You're, You're missing, missing out. out. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> it's it's a great. Sorry, I haven't owned a computer. <laughs> you mean you didn't learn that from the eleven year olds that you were playing? <laughs> yeah. No. I learned it's, how to play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should try to reverse that, though. Sorry, Tom, but you should 
you should really see what you can't learn from this new generation. Besides Fortnite. Yeah, ask him, ask him how those Tide Pods are. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> ask um, him if they dab. Oh. Mm. I don't dab. No, like... I don't do either. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not the drugs. Like, eh. sorry, Tom. What are you talking about? You're talking about know, arcade. Look, it's really awkward at the table. So, now. Quarters. Quarters. So all quarters. the yeah, games quarters. That quarters. take quarters. Yeah, it's all quarter run. Um, no shit. It's it's a good start. Like, I I don't want to speak negatively of them because it's a super dope place, and I'm really glad that Salt Lake finally has something like this. And I love that. Like, I have not heard a negative thing from any community, and that's rare for Utah. Like, mm. I'll call Utah out on this. Like, the geek communities here are very segregated and are very focused on, like, tearing shit down. Agreed. And everybody was stoked. There was not a negative person to be seen on the internet anywhere, and that made me really happy. Um, That's cool. That being said, there's stuff that can be better, right? Like, the Street Fighter 2 machine, for example. Both the joysticks are a little fucked, and they need to repair them. Isn't it broken? It's not, like, totally broken, but, like, player one can't down forward, and player two can't jump, right? Mm. So there's things That's like that. That's pretty important. <laughs> yeah, so there's things they can fix there. Also, like, I think their arcade selection is decent, and it's really good for what they probably had available to them. But I think once they get some more cash, like, if they're smart, they could do some really dope stuff. Like, I was in an arcade bar in San Francisco, and they had um, Astro City arcade cabs, which are brand new arcade cabinets you can buy. They're shipped out of China. They're like 650 bucks, and they support... Like all the old boards. Hmm. So they had Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2. They had Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is an awesome arcade game for something like that. They had Street Fighter Third Strike, which is another one people would just dump quarters into. And they played flawlessly and they felt super crisp. They didn't feel old. They didn't feel worn. They, were, they felt super well maintained huh. because they were basically brand new. Right. And because they're brand new, all the parts are pretty new, which means you can get the parts for cheap and fast. So is it like a, do they have the reproduction cartridges in the game or you have to is find, it like a blank cartridge? You have to find the carts. Yeah. Gotcha. So it just, it's a fully loaded machine that you Shit. can get a cart and install. I want to get one of those for that Mario stand-up I've got because it needs dope. a new, fuck. I, I can send you the link to them and you can see if it would work because I want one too. <laughs> like I, there goes $650. Yeah, well, so. And they're about half the size of the actual like big blues and stuff. So they're actually pretty, they're, they're port more portable, easier to move in and out of places and they're just nice, like a portable arcade cabinet. I saw that they had skee-ball. They did? I, that's what I am excited for. It's They don't have prizes <laughs> for it, but it's cool. I just like skee-ball. Wait, don't there's care. no prizes? I don't care about erasers or taffy. Like, I just want to play skee-ball. Um, I care a lot about it. They also have an Xbox set up with, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. They have a Super Nintendo, I think, hooked up there. Do they have TVs? I want I want somewhere to do fucking Barcraft. So they have a TV. So what is Barcraft? Like Starcraft at the bar. They have. You're such a StarCraft. So, nerd. so the it's like watching the Super Bowl, but StarCraft. So they don't oh. have televisions around now to do that. Well, I did email them. Not when, interested. Because how I, cool would that be to watch like um, League mm -hmm. of Legends tournaments on the yeah, TV? or exactly, Evo or like NorCal Regionals for Street Fighter. Absolutely, and I would go there and drink. I know when they we heard they were opening, I emailed them and said, "Hey, like I play Street Fighter with a group of people every Wednesday." We wouldn't come every week, but we would love an opportunity to like bring setups down there and drink and play Street Fighter at your bar. Yeah. So hopefully they start doing some community stuff like that, which would be really cool as well. Yeah, we should reach um, out. It's a great spot, and it's it's only going to get better. The drinks are great. The cocktails are great. The service is awesome. Yeah, how was the the staff there? Were they pretty friendly? Really friendly. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out like there's it was, I, I felt creepy because there was this bartender, and I was like, she looks so fucking familiar. Like, how do I know her? I'm being creepy. I'm just gonna order my whiskey and walk away. But it turns out she's friends with Cameron, and like oh. I knew her back in the day. And it's like, oh, that's right, it was her. So that's funny. It, it's a the staff's really friendly. 
everybody that was there was super cool. Like there's even like dudes like trying to get people to play foosball with them and they were super friendly. Like it's just like you were saying earlier, the Shay was hoping to play a game and he hadn't yeah. played yet. And, they yeah, were... and then Tui was like, everybody, Shay hasn't had a turn. And everyone was like, oh, right this way. Like everyone was super yeah. chill about it. That's and really cool. Killer Queen is a super fun game. It's like 4v4 um, or 5v5. That's four people versus 4v4. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no. I just thought. Um, we should get the podcast the together and go do that. Biopic, right? Killer Queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. jump around and you fight AIDS as they like fly at you. But it, it's... Panda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, they've got a lot of cool stuff. It's really fun. So I'm, I'm glad they're open. I had a good time. Anna had a good time. It's a good spot. So cool. Because I was on my deathbed. I'm going to preface this right now because I'm going to get real nerdy on Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, let's do it. Because So I here's the thing. Don't read anything about this game if you want to play it. Correct. Um, Uh-oh. And if you think I'm going to take Tom and Rebecca's opinion on this game and just go play it, turn off the show now. And Ser- fucking walk, just go download the game and play it. Don't don't proceed. Wait, so where where can it's I play this game? Free on Steam. Steam. It's free on Steam. You have it's Can the you play place. it on Mac or is it yes. PC? Yes. It ran oh, on my shit. MacBook just fine. I kind of want to play this. Maybe I should leave the room. You, you might want to because I don't want to fuck this up. Wow. I don't think you'd be into it though. What is it? so? Give me a brief synopsis. So one of the tags on my friend Cheese thought it was uh, mislabeled because one of the tags on it is psychological thriller or psychological horror. Yeah, and it's a dating sim. Oh, I don't give a shit. Talk like about this thing. Yeah, I don't sim. see. I don't think you'd be into it. Let's so, hear it. So I'm fucking I mean, serious. Stop the podcast. Dating is psychological <laughs> horror. Okay, right? we're gonna do this right. <laughs> we're gonna say it right now. We are gonna spoil the shit of Doki Doki Literature Club. We're gonna leave two seconds of silence. That two seconds is for you to turn this off and go listen to some other show. Okay. Okay. So I want to preface this story. Uh-oh. My friend who recommended this game to me said Doki Doki Literature Club. Download it. It's free on Steam. It's the low, low price of free, free 99. Uh, don't read anything about it. Yep. Just download it. But I have to Google everything. So I Google it and I'm like, wow, Polygon has like a really kind of freaky title for its article about it. And he's like, stop, put it away. I threw the phone away from PJ yesterday because he started to Google it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I threw the phone away from him. Yeah. Um, so I downloaded this game. Andrew's playing Far Cry. And so I just have it on my laptop. And then I was like, well, cause he's playing Far Cry. I have my computer. Um, I'll just like read it to him and he can kind of pay attention as he wants. Preface, preface. Long time ago, I played this game, this quick online game about your friend that commits suicide and you try to replay the game, but you can't because that's the whole purpose of the game is like, you only get one chance of life and you can't just play a game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, oh. my, so my friend was like, this game's really sad, have your tissues ready. And I was like, okay, so I was kind of expecting something similar. So the premise of Doki Doki Literature Club, it's an anime dating sim. And you play as this male character who you have this childhood friend, Sayori, and she's like bubbly and so happy and you guys have been childhood friends forever. You've kind of drifted apart, but now you're hanging out again. She invites you to her literature club. I'm getting really winded. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you go with her and you meet these three other girls in the club. Uh, Natsuki, Yuri, and Monica, and who's are, the club president. And they are very much like anime waifu tropes, right? Yeah. Like Natsuki is like this tiny, like young girly bubbly lollipop holding figure yeah she she um young girly like loves kawaii stuff she's hot-headed and like kind of mean to you um and then like yuri is like your standard issue like shy big-titted girl gothy almost like she likes to read horror novels Mm. and monica the club president who's type a like very organized very in charge um 
And you join the club because you obviously want to bang one of these girls. Right. Doki doki is the Japanese. It's a term used for the sound the heart makes when it's beating. Ah. Is that true? That is 100% true. Which would make sense as a dating sim. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And there's actually a lot of talk in the narrative about heart beating and causing things. So that yeah, would make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the games that you play within the dating sim are you create poems. And you create poems geared to whichever girl you want to spend time with. Right. So if you want to spend time with Natsuki, you would pick a lot of like colorful, fun mm-hmm. poems. And, and like, like not like deep words, but like cheerful or like rainbow, cat, kitty, like that type of Whereas stuff. if you want to spend time with Yuri, you would, you'd pick like effervescent, eternity, <laughs> meaningless, like <laughs> and, weird words. Yep. Um, and then it determines like you, how you spend time. Um, right. But then as the game goes on, you notice your friend Sayori get kind of depressed and like starts acting kind of weird. So at this point in the game, I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to kill herself, obviously. Um, and, <laughs> and you're like, well. <laughs> like, like I've played Mario Brothers before. This character is killing themselves. This character, yeah. this character is going to die. And she's like, I'm just so happy that you're in the club. Like it means so much to me. Um, question, if Yuri asked if, if you would walk home with her, would you? And you have the choice to be like yes or no, and it, and so she's like okay, and well, she's got a little crush on you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. and it gets to the point where um, you invite one of the girls over to your house to help with this um, festival thing that they're putting on. Yeah, um, and Sayori's like, oh, I heard that so and so's coming over. And she admits to you that she's depressed and she is. Oh my god, that poem you read about the bottles and all of her friends. Like she's bottling up happiness and all of her friends are taking the bottles and she's trying to stock them back up and they kick her door in and take all the bottles. Yeah, and you, you read shit. all the characters' poems. Jesus. It's the longest fucking two hours of your life, but once yeah. you push through it, it's it's actually really good. Um, and like her poems get progressively darker and- uh, oh, Damn. Yeah, it's it's sad. Sounds depressing. We're not even to the most fucked up part. We're not even way. to the most fucked like, up part. Like you think we are, but we're not. We're only a fourth of the way through the game. Yeah. And she tells you like, I, I don't, feel and I feel like I would just make everyone's lives so much easier if I wasn't around and um you have a com- like you have a interaction with one of the other girls and Sayori shows up and she's like oh sorry I didn't mean to interrupt or anything and you're well, like oh did. shit I should have like spent time with her I, I my best friend is depressed I should have so you, right. do you get to pick if you're spending time with them or are you no, following it's like on the rails the game for pick- the most part forces yeah. you yeah yeah and but then this interaction happens where she asks you, uh, or no, like, uh, it comes up, you have the choice to tell her I love you or I just want to stay friends. Mm-hmm. And despite whatever your action is, <laughs> just do it quick, like a band-aid. <laughs> and which after, depending on whichever interaction you choose, you go to school the next day and Monica's like, oh, weird. Like, where's Sayori? I guess you really left her hanging, huh? Hmm. And you're like, oh shit, yeah, I probably should go back to her house and get her. So you go to her house, no one answers the door. Go inside her, her room, like go to her room. She's not answering the door, she must be sleeping. Cause she has noted that she has a habit of oversleeping, yeah. not eating, typical depressed person symptoms. And you walk in the door and she's hung herself. Hang herself. Yeah. Um, but then the game starts to glitch out. The background goes weird. Um, yep. The graphics all get fucked up. The, the music gets real creepy. Um, and you're like, oh fuck, like my friends killed themselves. Like, and you think it's just the character like freaking out because their friend's dead, right? Sure. Yeah, and so it takes you back to the, it, then you get a black end screen 
And me, having played that previous online game, I'm like, oh, the game's over. Right. Like, I've played this before. I guess that's why they said it was really sad. Um, but it takes you back to the main load screen, and your friend character, her character is all pixelated and all fucked up, and the play game click thing is all is up. all glitched out and fucked up. So I'm like, oh, weird. I wonder if I can click it. So I click it. It takes you to a brand new game. Uh, oh, let me step in here real quick, too. Yeah, no, if you, you try to load your save previous to that, because like, fuck, I killed Sayori. Maybe I cannot kill her. If you go to load your game, it says save file corrupted. Mm -hmm. If you click it again, it goes, oh, don't worry about that. We'll just start over. And it starts you a new game by mm -hmm. force. Oh, uh, that's and pretty cool. Monica, throughout the first run, emphasize, like in her poems, emphasizes saving. Yep. Like saving your game. Yep. Um, so you start a new game. And she says, like, load her or load me a couple times in yeah. one of her poems. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and, uh, so you start a new game um, as normal, just without Sayori. You walk to school, you go to class as normal, um, and then you run into Monica. And Monica, who you have had classes with before, invites you to her literature club. But instead of Sayori, like, dragging you there, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, this girl's hot. Like, I guess I'll go to this literature club, see what it's all about. So you go to the literature club, you meet... Natsuki and Yuri, as usual. And uh, this is where the game kind of gets even weirder. Fucking awful, yeah. Um, it glitches out every now and then. Um, the text in the text box gets all fucked up. Um, I want to hear you describe it because so like it kind of sounds like that old eternal yeah. darkness or whatever yeah, that was kinda, on the game. It's kind of like that, but like you'll be talking to somebody like a character, and then suddenly the character will say something totally outside their normal character. Like, like something happens, like in the first run of the game. Um, Natsuki drops a bunch of her books or something, or they're unorganized. Um, and the same thing happens in the second round, but she, instead the text box says, fucking Monica. <laughs> and she fucking does this fucking thing or something. Yeah. It's like yelling. And then like, and it's so out of place. And oh, then like geez. you're talking to Yuri and who, who she's very like calm and she's always like very methodical about her thinking. And then she says something like, I wish Natsuki would just fucking kill herself. And you're like, wow. <laughs> and then like in this part of it too, then Natsuki's talking and then like Monica's talking about how Natsuki's like super poor and like her dad doesn't feed her or show her any affection and says something like, yes, yeah, so, you know, if you're nice to her, she'll just follow you like a puppy. Like so these girls are like tearing each other apart and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like and intentionally you... You, they start to reveal things about themselves, like Natsuki's dad abuses her. Um, Yuri, you learn, likes to cut herself. Right. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, and it gets fucked up. And the same thing, you go through and you make poems based on who you want to spend more time with. Um, and through the course of that, if you spend more time with Yuri, she gets obsessed with you. Yeah. Like, like she stole Which a pen from you and masturbated with it. Like crazy obsessed yeah. with you way out of place for this anime dating scene. right <laughs> and she like you find her like cutting herself like violently like not just like a cut but like multiple lacerations on her arm and she's and, like got this crazy smile on her face and, and the, times you talk to Natsuki her face glitches out like her eyes go all black and fuzzy and a person mouth appears yeah. like moving it's creepy and, and the music starts to glitch out and go real creepy and slow <laughs> and so then uh, Natsuki gives you a poem because you, when you read poems they hand you the poem but her poem's a note that's like I'm really worried about Yuri I actually want to be her friend but something's wrong she's acting erratic and crazy she won't listen to any of us I think she's hurting herself she needs to go to a therapist you need to tell her don't tell Monica that I gave you this note just act like you liked my poem and then after she gives you that poem uh, she like backtracks and she's like oh forget I gave you like forget I gave you that and 
is this is this the part? Yeah, yeah. So and this character, you see the image. Her neck snaps and her yeah. face goes blank, and she disappears. <laughs> yeah. And so then you are forced to spend time with Yuri, who wants to spend all the time with you. And like she says, she wants to cut your skin open and crawl inside you. Mm-hmm. And then I don't That's remember like a very what weird the turn. option is. I don't remember what the option is, but you watch her stab herself. Yeah, so you can either say, yeah, she says, do you accept my confession of love? Oh, yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. say yes or no. And I said yes, because the last time I said no, a girl fucking hung herself. So I hit yes. <laughs> and then she still just fucking like stabs herself to death in front of you with joy. And then you're trapped in the classroom with her dead corpse for the entire weekend. You try to click through, but it's like a hundred, it's like 1,400 characters or something was, that you have to click through. It was like a six minute scene. I hit skip and it still took like it a load, minute and it, a half to yeah. load through. And you're like, and you watch her body, like fuck? you watch the blood get darker and darker and her eyes go grayer and gray. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> I don't really. And then Monica comes back. And then and Monica sh- comes back. She's like, so you spent the whole weekend here. That must've been terrible for you. I'm so sorry. Let me just take care of this. And you're like, what? And then you see like a command prompt appear. And it says like run command line as uh, like it's repsys or something. It's actually in the Steam directory, which we'll get to. But it says this, and it says delete care. Nats- oh, Natsuki. delete Natsuki.chr, delete Yuri.chr, and and it glitches, and then suddenly the room's not dark anymore. There's no blood, and it's just you and um, just you and Monica. And you then Monica goes nuts. Well, how does that play? Not then goes Monica goes nuts. Monica is a sentient AI who has become obsessed with you. Not you, the character, you, the player. The the game reads your computer files. So like, for example, if you have input a fake name, like sexyman6969, whatever, like how do we get to the scene in the, where it's you and just Monica. I think you you she's like, well, who, what do you want to do now? Like it's, it's just, it's you, just and you and me, right? And every time you try to click away, oh, that freaks the part when you have to pick somebody between the three when Yuri kills herself. Mm-hmm. The mouse is pulling to Monica the whole time. It won't let you click on anyone and, else, and you have to like fight for it. So so that all happens, and then because that's because Yuri gets like pushes Monica out of the room and then kills herself, and then. She, oh yeah, like, because the mouse kept getting pulled towards Monica, I used the control arrows and it still like selected Monica. <laughs> so then like this just Monica thing and every time you click, it just kept zooming in and making Monica bigger until that's all you could choose. And then it like glitches out and you're sitting in like a restaurant with her and there's like a galaxy out the windows and you're just alone talking. And so she's like, she lets you know that she is self-aware and obsessed with you. And she's like, oh, I guess I don't even know your real name. I don't know if you're a boy or a girl even. And so she's like, I only know you by sexy man, sexy man, six, nine, or should I say Tom? And you're like, Oh no. Cause they pull your steam info. Yeah. And at this point in the game, you sit in that room with Monica for eternity. Like you can click through, she'll come up with conversation talk constantly. And, just, and if you're streaming the game, she knows you're streaming the game. She, she says it's unfair that you are sharing me with the world. You should stop streaming. Um, <laughs> And so that's creepy. And so, so at this point, my friend who recommended the game didn't know how to end the game. And so I was like, oh, no, because I Googled it. So I was like, are you just stuck here for eternity or are there alternate endings? What you have to do is you have to go to your program files, find the Monica character file and delete it. 
and in the actual game program off of your pc off of your pc so i had to navigate like so and i started i'm like i wonder if like because she tells you what to do earlier on but you're so fucked up you don't maybe Mm -hmm. think about it but she literally says it was so easy to delete them i mean the game has a folder called characters and their names are just right in there and so i was kind of like fuck do i go look and i go look and i'm like oh my god there's a monica.chr file right here i'm like do i delete it I, i don't maybe so you go to delete it and she's like what the fuck are you doing and it's like aware that you're trying to delete her so you delete so do you have the like file. the game open and the finder window open uh-huh. too? Yeah. Uh-huh. and so you delete the character file and she like puts up a fight she's like no i like don't delete don't you dare fucking delete me but then eventually she's like well if you can't be happy with me then i can't be happy with you and is kind of resigned to it right. and then and the- lets you delete her and the game starts over as normal and everything's happy like the three girls are there. The three girls, the, so the character, then the load screen loads again. Just the three main girls and no Monica. So you play the game as usual. You go to your friend's literature club, and everything is like normal. And like, and nah. then you have a conversation with Sayori, and she's like, "Oh, I really like this. Makes me so happy that you're here in our literature club. Oh, but also, I want to thank you for what you did for deleting Monica. <laughs> it really shows like how much you want to make us happy." by deleting her and then Sayori goes fucking buck wild obsessed with you as well and it starts like she's like I'm so glad you're gonna be here with us forever and it starts zooming in in slow motion and the words forever are just spelling themselves out really slowly and you're like oh no it's happened now Sayori's oh man yeah and then um, that's when the game ends Mm. and then the oh no 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 because Monica's like fuck no bitch and she like reappears and like they have like a fight Digital like thing. Digital program file fight. And then the game ends. And then the credits roll. And it's this happy song. And um, as the credits roll, someone is deleting the photos. Of the from girls the, that From the other girls. <laughs> from the credits. But the thing about this game... And that's the official end of the game. So did you get through the credits? Yes. And the final letter? From Monica? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. So I have spent... Hours on YouTube watching post-play videos of this game because there are so many layers to this game. If you watch the program files throughout the whole game, they change the entire time. You can read them and there's notes from Monica in there the whole time. Like, oh, shoot, I guess I did that on accident. Um, well, I guess there's no going back now. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it changes during the whole game. <laughs> and, I want to pull those scripts up and look at them now. And depending on how you save the game, how you interact with the girls, there's different minute outcomes like the percentages there's there's things that happen every one like they have a one percent chance of happening during gameplay jesus there's so many options tom you have to watch all the videos i'm gonna there are so many (laughs) and like and and the thing that i caught about the ending so you get to this like final letter and maybe the letter is generated differently oh my god when she makes you write the poem by the way and all you can pick is her name monica 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 Monica. Monica. um Um, but it's basically like saying that like dating sims are fucked up that's how i read it because it's like I, she says, like, I realized what I did was terrible to my friends, but I couldn't let my friends be stuck in this forced reality where their whole life was to basically give you pleasure. And so I deleted all of us. And you're like, oh, my God. In order to Jesus. play the game from the beginning, you have to uninstall and reinstall the game entirely. Um, yep. If you start the game, if you start a brand new game having reinstalled it and start with Monica's deleted character file, Sayori is like, what no no this isn't right no no and like Wait, what like i can take it out of my trash bin and put it back in no so uninstall the game reinstall the game start over like it's like you've never played before okay. delete monica's character file okay Sayori will load and go no 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 this isn't right and like freak the fuck out and the game glitches and you can't play 
Yeah, it is fucked up. And then depending cool. on how you save, um, there's a there's a right way to play the game that takes you through to a happy ending. And instead of Monica's letter, you get a letter from the game developer Dan Sal- Salvato, who was like, "Thank you for playing my game," and like this actually like very sincere letter about how he like created this game and how he wanted to. He knows how like crazy these dating sims are, and so he wanted to make one and put a twist on it. But within the game files themselves are many, many Easter eggs that lead you to believe this is just a promo game for a game they have coming out this year called, um, oh shit. One of them takes you to a website called Project Libertina. Um, and there's clues throughout the game itself about Project Libertina. Like when Yuri talks about, um, the portrait of Markov, um, and details it, uh, we think that's the plot of the next game. My God, yeah, that horror book she loves. Yeah, and there's um, there's so many different things within the game files themselves that lead you to that game itself. And That's so pretty crazy. It is bonkers. Because I mean, I mean, it can't be that hard to get the happy. I mean, it'll be hard to get the happy ending, but like, there's a specific way to get to it. Okay. Um, but there's also like specific ways to get a lot of different variables within the game, and it's <laughs> crazy. It was it was it's it's a cool experience. Like it was really really fun. That sounds really fun. That sounds how, how wild. How long does it take you? In, Four or five hours? Yeah. Yeah. It took okay. it took me an evening. We started yeah. at six, went to bed at like eleven. And I st- I played it for two hours on like Wednesday night, and then Anna had her tattoo session, and I just played it during her tattoo session, which was about three hours, three and a half hours. It kind of reminds me. Did you oh, four hours? So six hours for me. Did you guys ever play the Stanley Parable? I have it. I haven't played Stanley's Parable yet. Have you played that? I've never heard of it. Play it. Don't look it up. Just okay. go play it. Is it on Steam? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. And it's like two bucks. It's cool. really cheap. If you like what you just described to me, you'll really like Stanley Yeah, Parable. I texted my friend immediately after and I was like, you underestimate how much I love shit like this. Did you play Gone Home, by the way? No. You should. I played the one, the one I have played. It's... Is it Gone Home? You go to this house and your friend is missing. And, and it's a first person. And it's a first person. And the final result in the attic. Yep. Yeah. And the girls okay. are. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yep. I did play that. I like that game a lot too. Yeah. Well, goddamn, Rebecca. Yeah. It. Yeah. Sorry. Keep... I have been obsessed is... with this fucking game all week. I, I can see why it's brilliant. It's so and like, I realize that it's not really that hard of a mechanic to implement, like deleting a file in the game, picking that up, and then going nuts because they're using like Python scripts and stuff. So mm-hmm. I know you can parse, but sure. Dope as fuck is an idea that you actually have to. That's really to smart. To proceed past that like fucked up point, you have to like dig into your Steam library, and I, it, it, it's funny because they tell you how they're like it's crazy that they're and they give you the actual destination on your drive mm-hmm. where it's stored, and then they're like, look, they're just right there. They're all just right there. <laughs> so I was playing t- with Andrew. He's, he like put his controller down. He's like, what the fuck is happening in that game? Um, I was like, do you think if I go to the program files, like, I'll see this shit? And so I, I had to like I did a search. I couldn't find yeah. like the directory down but it's because steam buries that shit yeah yeah so i just did a search for monica and then the character file pulled up i'm like oh i wonder what happens if i delete it and then monica's like what are you doing <laughs> I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's it's cool it's a really i really really dug the game and i thought i, I actually really want to go back and do it again and try to get like the happy ending yeah and- i immediately texted tom too i was like tom this game you play it now <laughs> it's fucking cool shit it's really good I'm maybe I have to download that tonight and check it out. And it's God, man, when that girl stabbed herself to death in front of you while laughing maniacally, you're like, "This is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen." It's well, the so first crazy. time when you see that character ha- having hung herself, you're like, "Ah, 
Uh, it's super unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, that's all. Yeah. So if you're still listening, <laughs> I'm sorry. Lost for words. I don't. <laughs> Game's fucking wild, dude. It's really good. Andrew's been obsessed with that end credit song. So in their LARP oh, I in their LARPing I tra- game, I have it on mute. I had it on mute, so I haven't heard the music. Oh, it's called Your Reality. Mm. Andrew's obsessed with it. it listening, to, there's a YouTube video of it played in a minor key. Mm. Pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but so in his LARP thing that he does, one of the people that he plays with is creating a new character, a bard, and they need to create a song for her. And he's like, "I've got just the song." <laughs> <laughs> like made them learn the song. So cool. Creepy. Yep. Oof. Doki doki, everybody. Doki doki. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.